Welcome to the Lifeline, a production of Simply BJE Incorporated. The goal of this podcast is to build, to inspire, and to empower our audience through conversations on business, leadership, and mental health. We invite you to follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and at simplybje.com forward slash the lifeline. Now, let's tune in for today's episode. Top of the day, everyone. I trust that you were well, and thank you for joining us for this episode of The Lifeline. We're your host, financial coach and business coach, Bo Powell, and yours truly, leadership coach and mental health advocate, Barry J. Elliott, also known as BJE. Our goal is to build, to inspire, and to empower our listeners through conversations around the topics of business, leadership, and mental health. You can visit us at www.simplybje.com forward slash the lifeline and on social media at Facebook and Instagram. Today, we are privileged to have therapist, author, and life coach Dr. Karen Stallings with us today. Dr. Stallings is a native of Detroit, Michigan, and has had a lifelong interest in civil rights, community service, and politics. She has a master's degree in social sciences, which sciences, which is actually one of my favorite disciplines, and mm-hmm. a doctorate in family and marriage therapy. More importantly, she is the doting wife and mother of two. So today we are excited and we are grateful to have yes. Dr. Karen Stallings. Dr. Stallings, welcome and how are you today? I am well and thank you for having me. Our honor. Yeah, we got a doctor in the house this morning. <laughs> <laughs> so him. we were except we've been really looking forward to this podcast uh, to really bring an expert in to talk about mental health. So talk to us a little bit, Dr. Stallings, about, you know, what's your development and, and career for your career in mental health? What what developed that passion for that? Probably my my own journey of mental mm. health and healing, mm. the different things that I experienced just caused me to become very passionate about helping others, Mm. probably because I sought so much help myself and never really received it. And so there is Mm. empathy and there is a passion and of course, a purpose driven space for me to do what I do. And it's just such an amazing honor because I love it, right? So many people go to jobs and do things because they have to, but I get to do this every day and I'm grateful for that. Wow. Um, that's amazing. That's amazing. Yeah. Uh, I think we can both attest to, you know, we value mental health even more now because we realized we needed it. Absolutely. You know, I tell people all the time, you know, that was a game changer for me. Mm-hmm. You know, when I went to therapy for a year and still do it. But once you begin to do that, it does develop that that empathy for that. So just curious, we talked about this on our last podcast, too. Why do you think there is such a thrust and a push for mental health now? And why do you feel like it's necessary? Well, I think honestly, when I think about the push that I see, I think about the pandemic. I think Mm -hmm. about all of the violence that is happening in our nation and that people are just really uh, normalizing spaces that are really dysfunctional and unhealthy, trying to survive. And then also the social media on one Mm -hmm. hand has been a good space and a space where we can push and gain territory as far as mental health and as far as mental illness and destigmatizing that space. But the other side, which I don't hear talked about enough is how dangerous Mm -hmm. a lot of people who are not trained or licensed have become these TikTok experts and social media experts, which is very dangerous because Mm -hmm. to them, it is likes, it is, Mm -hmm. it is influence, it is fame, but to the person on the other side, it is their life. 
That's right. And so I think that we have to be very, very careful with this influx of mental health. While I'm grateful that it is now on the forefront, I also warn that when you are seeking mental health and spaces of support in mental health, that you do so from those who have been trained. Doctor, you yes. hit that. That's one of my pet Sorry. peeves. I'm, no, I apologize for interrupting. No, 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 no. You, that's one of my pet peeves. Two, two of my pet peeves are as it relates to education mm-hmm. is the difference between a dot edu and a dot org. That's one thing. Mm-hmm. The second thing I noticed when I was reading your bio, when I was reading your bio, is that you have education and you're a licensed Christian therapist. And Mm. I think sometimes Christian therapists think that that certification is enough when it's not necessarily enough to deal with when you're dealing with psychopaths, when you're dealing with social um, psycho issues, when you're dealing with uh, matters of depression, even when it's clinical depression. So it's not just enough to be a clinical, or should I say, a licensed Christian counselor. So I appreciate that you bring that balance. So when you said that, you just struck a nerve. Thank you. Forgive me for interrupting you. No, no, it's it's a real pet peeve of mine um, as well. I mean, especially you get graphics, mm-hmm. you study YouTube, and boom, you know, right. you got this thing going on. And it's very, very dangerous because humans are humans. And, yes, ma'am. <laughs> you know, and as far as the space of Christianity and Christ, you're going to be held accountable for the things that you do and the deeds that you do. And so I just always, when I have the opportunity, warn people because they may have a popping graphic mm-hmm. and they may have a song that makes you do the wop wop, but <laughs> do, are they trained to yeah. do what they're telling you to do? That's the difference. That's it amazing. is. It is. Wow. You know, and that's a perfect segue because, you know, I even in my business, you know, you have the challenge of seeing people who are unlicensed getting on there and just spouting stuff off. He's like, that is not accurate. And that's in the financial world. But when we're talking about, you're right, you know, the Bible says it's with our minds that we serve the Lord. Mm-hmm. And so when it comes to how we approach life, our mental health is extremely important. Uh, and so would you say that's probably your biggest concern when it comes to mental health or there's some other concerns at the forefront of your mind, too? when it comes to mental health? I think one of the biggest things for me as well is how people don't understand the difference between mental health and mental illness. Mm -hmm. A lot of times people think that those words are interchangeable, but they are not. Everybody has mental health. When you talk about mental health, you're Mm -hmm. talking about a person's condition, right? Regarding their psychological and emotional well-being. Right. It's the space where, you know, it affects how you think, how you Mm -hmm. feel, how you make choices, how you make decisions. Mm -hmm. Everybody, every human has the space of mental health. Mm -hmm. However, everybody does not have a mental illness. A mental Mm -hmm. illness is a disorder. There is a sickness in the brain. So it's Mm -hmm. depression. It's schizophrenia. It's bipolar. It's anxiety. And oftentimes those two spaces are mixed or they're used as two as interchangeable and they're not. So that is always a concern for me. Everybody has mental health, but everybody does not have a mental illness. And also, I'm very concerned about the people that are now losing hope Mm -hmm. and are dying by suicide, specifically African-American young people. I have been in this field for over 30 years, and there was a time 
when we did not do that as African Americans. That's right. That's true. Um, and now to see the numbers of African Americans, specifically children, nine, 10, 12 years old dying by suicide, it mm. is alarming. Which goes to my last real concern is what is happening within the family. Mm. Um, mm. You know, there was a time when even if families were not together or were struggling or falling apart, that young person would have a neighbor or that young person mm. would have big mama or that young person would have a Sunday school teacher. But now, which is what I call anchors, right? Mm -hmm. They thing that held them down now in 2023, there are no anchors for our young people. Um, wow. Not as many as there were before, because, yes, you know, you don't even know your neighbor. Right? Right, right, right. Big mama who used to be in her 60s and 70s is now in her 30s. Right. Mm. So it's mm -hmm. just our the parameters and dynamics have changed and the impact on our children and our young people is is alarming. Parenting mm. does. We don't talk about how hard parenting is enough. Mm. That's like something, that's like a big secret. Like that's like, you know, everybody mm -hmm. thinks that, you know, the goal is to be the Huxtables or the Brady Bunch. Um, <laughs> and when you're not, you feel shame. Right. Mm. But the well, reality yeah. is they're on TV. They were on TV for a reason because mm. they weren't real. Mm. Um, and I think specifically the church really needs to begin to deal with the space of parenting because I have two degrees and it is still the hardest thing <laughs> I have ever done and mine are 22 and 28 and they're beautiful and they're my babies yeah. and they're my blessings from the Lord however that space was very difficult so see wow. Doctor, yeah. can I ask you a question Sure. So, you know, you, you touched on another issue of mine because <laughs> one of the things that we, I think we talked about this last week, how Karl Marx said that religion was the opiate of the masses. And we, unfortunately, we've gotten into this dynamic that we are more concerned about image than we are wholeness and effectiveness. So how would you speak to that? I would say that the sadly, the church perpetuates that as well. Right. Mm. And they perpetuate it by spiritualizing spaces that are not spiritual. I don't lack faith because I miss my son that I buried last week. It's not a space that I don't lack faith. I cannot pray away the fact that I have bipolar. And so what we do is we have all of these conferences and sayings of taking off the mask, and yet we perpetuate to leave the mask on. Because if I showed you who I really was, you would say I'm not saved, or I have a demon, I need deliverance, right? And so that is how the church continues to perpetuate the stigmas and the, the detrimental jargon that is used um, when it comes to mental health. And we have to get to the place of having spaces that are conducive to healing physically mm. and spiritually and the space of our soul, right? Our mm. emotions lie in our soul. Mm. They don't lie in the space of our spirit. It's our soul that mm. needs healing. And until we begin to understand that specific space, then we're going to continue to perpetuate what we see out in the community as well. Wow. That's incredible. 
you know, so so what does that look like then, Dr. Stallers? I mean, how do we integrate faith and mental health? You have uh, workshops and symposiums and allow people to be who they are mm. in their authentic selves, that you don't have sermons that say you need a therapist as if that's a bad thing. You don't have sermons that talk about if you have depression, you have a demon, right? Mm -hmm. You educate your leaders about this space and then your leaders can educate the people. We have to understand there's some things you can't just preach about. You have to teach. Yes, ma'am. You got to teach mm -hmm. it. It may be a good hmm, hmm but there are some <laughs> things you need to sit down and talk to people about. And that doesn't mean you're less spiritual, less anointed, mm -hmm. or less prophetic. And so it's important that we just begin having conversations that we're, you know, that we partner with a uh, community organization that is advocating mental health, that we understand the uh, importance of um, you know, being Holy Ghost filled and understanding that we're supposed to invade and advance even in this space mm -hmm. and that it takes more than speaking in tongues to be in spaces where we can show up and be the light of the world and still represent him and represent him well. Yeah. So more conversations, less conferences. You said it. I did. <laughs> <laughs> you said that. Or how about how about in our conferences have a space for mental health, right? Yeah. Mm -hmm. In our conferences, mm -hmm. talk about the soul, talk about triggers, yeah. talk about, you know, you can't pray away the fact that you were molested. You can't pray, mm -hmm. you can't pray that away, man. You gotta mm -hmm. heal that. And you're not less spiritual. Mm -hmm. It may not be a torment in spirit it may be a space that keeps coming up because you deserve the space of therapy and prayer yeah yeah and prayer yes Come on in. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. so you're talking about it's a paradigm shift just a change in Absolutely. how we look at it how, how we change Absolutely. that so you know so you know what do you say to people because you know i grew up in that time too you going to a therapist that meant you were crazy you know, we, I know for, I'm from Colleen and we had this, this, it was this institution on the backside mm -hmm. of the, the, uh, city mm -hmm. and it's, you know, somebody was acting up and said, oh yeah, you need to go to, mm -hmm. I forgot the name of it. So what do you say to people when they talk about, well, if you got to go see a therapist, you're crazy or something like that. I, I mean, how do you speak to that? What do you say to that? Well, first of all, the word crazy is a mm -hmm. derogatory term um, mm -hmm. that I always correct when people say that. And I, 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 I tend to, to really um, let people know that to me, therapy is like um, that pair of jeans, right? Mm. When you talk about jeans, we wear jeans in the summer. We wear jeans in the winter. We wear jeans in the fall. Jeans are transseasonal. So is therapy. You do not have to wait until there is a crisis. You don't have to wait until something goes wrong. You don't have to wait until you feel like you're going to lose it. We have to understand that therapy is actually a space of support. It's a, it's a soft place to fall. It's a space that everybody can benefit from. And so really um, destigmatizing and unraveling mm -hmm. and changing the trajectory and the paradigm of what therapy is. And that's mm -hmm. why it is important that those who speak about it know what they're talking about. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Wow. 
So what are some things you would say that everyone should be doing to like manage your mental health? You know, since it's not just about when things are really bad, you know, you're talking about normalizing this, Absolutely. you know, just, I mean, we do health checkups. I mean, we check up on our cars, you know, we do various things. So what does that look like from a day-to-day thing when it comes to managing our mental health? Putting you first, mm-hmm. right? Checking in with you. I tell my clients, mm-hmm. you know, sometimes you just need to just check in with you. There's times I go to a restaurant and I sit there and say, all right, Karen, what's good? You all right? You good? Hmm. What's happening? We have to begin to ask ourselves, are we okay? Are we resting enough? Listen, rest is not something you earn. Rest is something you take. You don't have to earn rest. You take rest, right? Hmm. Things like that. Self-care. Self-care is not just haircuts and pedicures. It's checking your circle. When's the last time you checked and say, Mm, are they are they my friend or are they not my friend? Are they toxic or are they good for me? Because it can't be toxic and unhealthy at the same time. It's either it's one or the other. Mm. It's one or the other. And so you know, doing checks um, with your circle, um, making sure you're doing things that you love. What makes your soul happy? People would be surprised at Dr. K's playlist because <laughs> I do things that right. So like. I love Burner Boy. He mm. was like, who's Burner? Yo, like, I love Moonchild. <laughs> bro. Mm-hmm. I love gospel and praise and worship. I am a total whole being. Yeah. And so there's different times when I'm doing aromatherapy and I'm lighting my candles and I'm mm. listening to Fred Hammond. And then there's times when I'm trying to bump some Roddy Rich, right? Mm-hmm. What does your Come soul on. need? When are you taking care and paying attention? When something hurts, we go to the doctor. Yes, ma'am. But when your heart hurts, where do you go? Mm-hmm. When those mm-hmm. tears keep falling or they won't fall anymore, where do you go? Yeah. Where do you go? And so being aware and giving yourself permission to not only ask yourself what you need, but then do. Mm. But then do. Wow. I was just telling Barry the other day about my playlist. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so thank you, Dr. Karen. Yeah. I feel much better about that. So, 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 so the devil, just so you know, because you know that devil will have you thinking I was judging him. You know what I mean? <laughs> There was no judgment because, you know, my playlist can go from Winton, Winton Marcellus to Listen. Patty LaBelle to classical Listen. to gospel to Hezekiah Walker. It can go all, all of it. it. So, all so, of you know, it. Yes, I'm sir. with it. I'm, I'm with it. Yes, sir. Yeah. Yes, sir. Well, yes, Dr. Stalin, this has been an amazing conversation uh, with you. I mean, uh, we're going to have to have you back. You know, please. we're gonna have to have you back. Please. So say yes now, please. We're gonna have please. you back. <laughs> it will we gotta be have an you back. Honor. I, anytime uh, the Lord opens a door for me to speak on mental health, wow. I'm yeah. there. Yeah. I'm well, I, we're we're so happy. Go ahead, Barry. I, I kind of regret we didn't go live in our group because this is just so rich. But yeah, this was amazing. Ne- next time we want to do that. Yeah, yeah. You know, okay. to go live and uh, and kind of market that to get people on so we can yeah. maybe even have some conversation, like you said, dialogue, maybe have some people to ask some questions. Um, and so to kind of plan that mm-hmm. um, because people need help and they yes. need to hear, get help from somebody who knows what they're doing and, uh, and, and how to deal with that. And you know what I say? I say mm-hmm. not that people need help, people mm-hmm. deserve help. Mm-hmm. 
That's good. People deserve help. That's good. Uh, Dr. Stallings, how can people find you? You know, if they want to reach out to you. So I'm Dr. K Stallings on Facebook and Instagram. And then, mm-hmm. of course, I have my own organization or my private practice, HealMyWoundedPlace.com. So www.HealMyWoundedPlace.com um, is where you could find me. I am actually hosting a webinar on grief uh, mm-hmm. in October. I'll be hosting a webinar on creating safe spaces for faith leaders in November I have a girls group where it's just a girls gathering where we just get together and just take off the cape, you know, because we supposed to save everybody mm-hmm. and just allow, um, you know, women to just come and gather and speak. And so all of that is on my website. I'm very passionate. I'm very purpose driven and I'm just grateful. I'm grateful yeah. and I'm so appreciative to be here with you guys. Thank you so much. And you missed an adjective and you are amazing. And I mean that yes. you are simply yes. amazing. I mean, yes. that. yeah, yes. you are. Yes. Uh, yeah. uh, and, that, and again, that's www.healmywoundedplace.com. Correct. Yes, uh, so sir. you guys hear that. Uh, make sure you go look up Dr. Stallers, man. If you haven't been moved by our conversation this morning, I don't know what's wrong with you. I mean, <laughs> I mean. So, you really need to go see. Sir. So <laughs> this concludes today's episode of The Lifeline with your host, BJE and Bo Powell. Don't forget to check us out at www.simplybje.com forward slash The Lifeline and on social media. Look, BJE and I are on a mission. We want to bring light and life into your household. So join us. And let us hear your feedback because it's all about bringing life to you on the lifeline. Y'all take care. God bless everybody. And thank you again, Dr. Stallings. My pleasure. Thank you for listening to today's episode with host, business coach, Bo Powell, and leadership coach, Barry J. Elliott. Join us next week for another impactful conversation on the lifeline.